You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kel Strauss, Mary Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, guys. We have a special treat for you today. Uh, we have a blogging the boys friend with us. A Ooh. new friend. We new have friend. more girls talking boys, you guys. It's a big day for us. Hello, everybody. Uh, nice to meet you. And it is a very big day and a very exciting day to finally get to work alongside people that I've always followed, I've always looked up to and admired in my own professional career. So I'm so excited to be here with you both. Awesome. Well, um, a quick formal intro for all of you. We have Jess Navarez, who is joining the BTB team you're going to be seeing a lot of her around these parts. She actually just made the move to Dallas pretty recently. So um, yeah. Megan and I were just talking offline with her. Y'all are going to have to throw all of your Dallas recommendations her way. Uh, so while we're at it, Jess, actually, in light of that, where can people find you? Just because I just feel it's important. They need to go ahead and give you a follow. Yeah, so I'm most active on Twitter, and you're going to find me sticking up for all things Dak Prescott, all things Tony Romo, because yes, I love both of them uh, <laughs> on Twitter. So you can find me at Twitter at J-E-S-S-N-E-V-A-R-E-Z, and that's Jess Navarre's underscore. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. You want to find me on Instagram. I'm not as active on there, but let's get those followers going, and maybe I will be uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's my first name, last name on Instagram, same thing, except it's my full name, Jessica Navarez TV. And you can find me on Instagram there. Uh, I'm more of a Twitter gal myself. So whatever platform you want to find me on, that's whatever your heart desires. Let's go that way. I feel like Meg relates to that. Like Meg is, I'm always like, Meg post this on your Instagram. She's like, <laughs> But like, best believe she'll be the first one. If you like slight her people, like if you come for like Amari Cooper or something on Twitter, she'll like, she'll light you up so fast. But I'm like, yes. you look cute today. Like take a photo. And she's like, no, I don't take photos. Like she, yes, you know what, if, if people wanted me to post photos, it would be of my dog all the time. And if you want dog spam, that's fine. Toby loves the attention too, but he also has his own Instagram. So I need oh. to get posted on that one. Actually, what kind of dog do you have? I'm new to this like dog parent world. I will tell you, Jess, oh. I've always been kind of a, I, I love dogs. I just didn't have a dog and I have cats, but I recently, okay. I now have a puppy and he's like the cutest little thing ever. And I'm high key obsessed with him. So that's what most of the content in all of across all of my channels has been lately. 
I love that for you. A new dog parent. You know what? If you have any questions about being a dog mom, I got you, girl. Um, Kobe is a little shelter mutt. He's part Chihuahua, part I wish I knew what else. And he's nine years old. I got him at... Oh man, I think I was 17 when I got him at the shelter in my hometown and he's been attached to my hip ever since he made the move with me to Dallas and he's living his best life. He goes to the office with me every day and, uh, you know, he loves attention. So anybody that wants to give Toby attention, he will not say no and he'll take it. (laughs) Office dogs are elite. Yes, they are. They're much needed. There's a, there's a guy across the street, like doing construction and I was walking into the office this morning and he was just like, is that a doggy daycare? And I was like, no, it's an office. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They're much needed, but yeah, Toby's the best office dog. He will actually watch movies under the desk all day. And yeah, I'm actually fully convinced that my dog, um, I always put on the great British baking show for him because I'm, I've told myself and convinced myself that the British accent is soothing for him and he prefers it. (laughs) So needless needless to say, uh, we've spiraled. Like we are in it folks. We are in it. I'm only going to talk to him in a British accent. So he likes me the best. Yes. You know, once you're in that show though, there's no getting out. There's no escaping. Once you're in it. It's so true. It's so good. It is so so true. I'm like sitting there, like, I'm like yelling at the TV. I'm like, oh, come on. You didn't bake the crepe properly. And then right. I, I can't even, I'll, I burn like my breakfast. I mean, it's yeah, ridiculous. Same. I'm like, I could so do that. No, I know I could not. My air fryer is my best friend and that's how it will stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, before we kind of dive into Cowboys, I would love to, I know Meg and I were, um, you know, getting the opportunity to chat with you offline, but we'd love to just introduce you more in depth, if you will, to the blog and the boys fan base. Um, tell us about yourself, you know, how you got here, a little bit of your past. Um, and then the, the tried and true question of how did you become a Cowboys fan? Because you mentioned this, this is a yeah. hobby for you, or it was at least like a pet project. And now you've turned it into something where it's a, you know, an actual uh, career path, but let's, let's hear the story of Jess. All right. You know what? Um, I will save the cowboy story for the end because it's a very good story with a lot of good turns. And I feel like cowboys love it. Um, But so a little bit about me, I've taken the most unconventional route for my career. And I love that part of my story because it just, it really has shown me that if you keep going and you're persistent, you know what you want to do, you can get there and you can really achieve anything if you set your mind to it and, and you work hard for it. And so um, I started out, actually, we were just talking about this online as a weather forecaster. So I worked in El Paso, Texas for three years doing the morning weather. And for those of you that don't know, that means a 2 a.m. wake up call because you're Woo. on air and you're live and you're ready Sheesh. to go by 5 a.m. Oh, my goodness. It was it was wild waking up at that time. And, and then uh, it was it was just a lot. It was a lot. But during that time, I, you know, really did weather. It was it, it was just kind of a job that happened because in college I had told my one of my mentors, Nick Miller, I said, hey, I want to I want to work for the Cowboys one day. I want to cover them. I want to report for the cow. I want to do something Dallas Cowboys and I want to talk about them for a living. And he was like, all right, well, that's fair, but you have to get good at ad libbing. Threw me on the weather wall and I'm like, sir. Did you not hear me? I didn't say weather. I've never been good at math, never liked science, 
what are we doing? So uh, before I even graduated from New Mexico State, I had a full-time job working at KTSM, my old news station. Uh, did that for three years. And then I worked at a mental health nonprofit in El Paso doing some PR. So really passionate about mental health and, and, and that route of things. So that was a very informative year, especially after COVID that was the COVID year. So it was very important. I got to connect with a lot of youth in El Paso to talk to them about mental health. Um, you know, we put on a golf tournament, we did a lot of really good things. And so Um, I knew after that job, I was ready to finally make the move to Dallas after I had talked about it nonstop. And I think everybody from my hometown can testify that that's literally all I would talk about before I moved (laughs) was I'm moving to Dallas when one day, like one day soon, I swear. And so finally, when it happened, um, I ended up getting a job offer with players TV and that's where I work now. I do a little bit of everything, but, uh, my, my main job title is operations with programming. So uh, Players TV is a very, very awesome job and allows me to be flexible and and do fun things like this. And uh, when I'm not doing that, I also work for the Dallas Stars and I do some game night PR with them. Um, I've worked before I even moved to Dallas, I was flying back and forth to work for the Wings and I did some promo team work there. So yeah, I've always known that's where I wanted to go. And so now I finally live in Dallas. Toby and I made the move. And yeah, like you said earlier, please, like Kelsey said earlier, please send me all the recommendations you have. Food, fun places to, to be, to go. I mean, I come from such a small town that I live by three Chick-fil-A's, which is a huge deal to me, considering there's only two in my hometown, right? <laughs> so I, I anything you think is lame. It is probably so cool to me in Dallas. So please send me all the recommendations, but that's a little about my professional background. And, um, my cowboy story is pretty fun because believe it or not, at one point I hated football. What? I, I know, I, I know, uh, I hated it. And I would get so annoyed. My dad and my brother would have, you know, a game blasting and I would sit there like, oh, it's such a waste of time. Why are they doing that? What's wrong with you? You know, that's so lame. And, you know, so finally when, uh, AT&T stadium was being built back then it was Cowboys stadium, you know, uh, before the official name change, I kept seeing it pop up and I was like, I mean, it looks okay, but I don't get the big deal. It's for a football team. Football is so lame, you know? And, uh, (laughs) so eventually my dad talked me into going to a game, but he said, you know, there's, there's kind of a rule. I don't just take anybody to a game. You have to, first of all, know about your quarterback and you have to defend him to the death. I'm talking, you're going to know how to defend him and you're going to know how to defend Tony. I love this man. Oh yeah. My dad had rules and I was like, okay, I guess I can do that. So he's like, you need to look up and research Tony Roma. I'm not just going to take you to a game. You need to know. So I said, all right, whatever. I'll look that up. But then he said, and you know what, just, just because he also said, look up another player and tell me a little bit about them and then we'll see if you can go. So at that point, it was just kind of a challenge. I was like, how hard could this be? I started diving into the world of Tony Romo and I was like, he's actually a really cool guy. Like, hmm, okay, I, I can do this, the, you know, stats and, and all the good stuff. And then my other player of choice was Jason Witten, the goat. Nice. I just, yeah, I just dove into it that way, started watching games a little bit more. And I was like, you know what? This actually is not that bad. It's stressful but it's not that bad. So went to my first game at AT AT&T stadium and I fell in love. As soon as I walked in those doors, 
the whole trajectory of my life changed and I knew that's what I wanted to do. So, um, after that religiously started following everything, all of the outlets and, you know, people I could to absorb all the information. And then from there, the rest is history. I, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, obviously started following them very closely and yeah, I mean, now it's become a big bonding thing for my dad, my brother, my mom and I, and, and yeah, season ticket holders. So my dad is such a diehard fan. He would drive to all of the home games. Mind you, that's a 10 hour drive from my hometown. He would go to a game and then he would turn right back around and we'd drive home. So, uh, I kind of didn't have a choice in, in being a Cowboys fan <laughs> in my blood at this point, but you know, I'm so glad that my dad talked me into going to that game because I knew once I got there, that is what I wanted to do. So it's a little bit about me and how I even got to this point, because had you asked me, you know, before that, I mean, if I could go back in time and tell myself, Hey, you're going to want to cover the Cowboys for a career. Uh, little me would have said, yeah, no, that's you're fake. You're no fake news. That's not real, but, um, here we are and living my best life in Dallas. And I love every second of it. And now with this opportunity, I'm, oh, I'm so excited. It's so surreal and just a really big moment that I'm celebrating. I love that. It's, um, I'm, I relate so much to your uh, <laughs> non-traditional way of getting here and also yeah. all of your different, you know, things that you do as, um, I know you all know Megan too. I mean, both of us, like we have, it seems like 10 different jobs, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I mean, granted I did have a journalism undergraduate degree, but I, I've never actually pursued journalism full time. And so it's just kind of cool. Like I hundred percent relate to this career path. Like I didn't personally take it, but the one like going to the news station and like working your way up type thing, because yep. yeah, I mean, it's rough. Like it is it is no joke y'all like it's no joke breaking into the sports industry especially is is something that i mean there's no preparing you for until you just you learn the ropes you learn how to do it and and then you get in and it's a little sigh of relief like okay my foot's in the door right but even then i mean it it's always networking and and looking for a new opportunity it's uh it kind of became an obsession so it paid off now. I'm, I'm really happy where things are, but yeah, it's the unconventional route, uh, was the scenic route and, and I wouldn't change it, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a, a lot in the last few years and it's been a fun, fun journey of highs and lows that are all worth it. That's awesome. I love that your dad too. Like that's, <laughs> I Meg, I feel like that's going to be you when you have kids, like, <laughs> you're going to be like, you better learn how to defend Dak Prescott and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> because like, let's face it, like going to a Cowboys game is expensive. Like, you know, and it is. Yeah. Like you gotta make sure there's dedication and ROI. Yeah. Yeah. No, my dad has made it clear since day one, like you defend your quarterback and you know, with Tony, it was, it was so easy. And, and even with Dak, it's just, it's so easy to defend them. Right. But um, one time, I mean, this is a whole other story for a different day, but long story short, I was covering a story with Tony and, you know, that was the best day of my entire life. If I could <laughs> live a day, it would be that one. And we all kind of went to this bar afterwards with, um, yeah, it was, it was a big thing, but went to this bar afterwards and there was this girl in there that was heckling him and, and just trying to start things. And, um, you know, obviously talking some smack that I didn't like. 
And I turned to Tony. I was like, I will go to jail right now. And my mom would be so proud if you bailed me out. Like, (laughs) I don't know if I would ever say that, but he laughed. He's like, yeah, I'd bail you out. And I was like, oh, just say the word, Tony. Like, I will go defend you when you're not around. But when you're here, like this girl, I can't handle it. And I'm not a violent person, but I was like, lady, you leave him alone. Like, I will go um, to prison. <laughs> like, I will go to jail right now. But it, it was just a really good day. That was, uh, that was an- that's another story for another time. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, my dad's always been very diehard and even just my entire life. That's what I grew up seeing him and my brother just so, so diehard. And my uncle, my cousin, I mean, we're a Cowboys family aside from one uncle, he's a Raiders fan. Ooh. Uh, so when Jason went and was playing with the Raiders, I was like, mm, okay, I'm like, I'm not rooting against them. So, I mean, you're okay there. And now that he's not obviously anymore, I'm like, mm, okay, yeah, you're back to being lame. And we're all Cowboys fans here. But um, yeah, my dad's a diehard. And, and when I told him about this opportunity, uh, he listens to all these podcasts, right? So he was just so excited. Like, I'll get to hear you when I listen to them when I'm going to work and when I'm driving around. So Aww. yeah, he's What's very excited. Jimmy. Shout out. Oh my gosh. My dad's name's Jim too. Shout out. I love that. I love it. Jim's a good name. It is. I don't have a Jim. No, you got got a gene. So I do. (laughs) You know what? You can, you can have mine. My grandpa's name was Jimmy, my dad, my brother, and then my nephew, technically his name is, is uh, Jimmy. So you can have, you can have one of mine. It's all good. I love it. it. Okay. So we have to ask you a very important question before we dive into a couple other topics. Um, I'm ready. Who's your favorite player? Um, you know, all time, are we talking all time or current team? Meg, you decide. Um, all time. You already know what I'm going to say. It's a tie between my guys, Tony Romo and Jason Witten. And that's just (laughs) because they're the ones that roped me into even being a Cowboys fan and not even just a Cowboys fan, a football fan, really. Um, I think those two guys are really the the definition of what a football player should be on and off of the field, the things that, you know, they do off the field, uh, specifically Jason Witten. I mean, all of his foundation efforts and all of that, I can really appreciate uh, meeting Tony and, and spending that day to have that story with him really confirmed. He's just as much of a good guy as you would think he is. And I just have so much respect for both of them. So it's a tie Tony Romo, Jason Witten, my guys forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Honestly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, no, no. I can totally respect that. Okay. So in light of like the historical Cowboys and also if you guys heard that, like fall, like 
my 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 mascot um joey just decided to get in on the action and kick over my microphone so um y'all are welcome for that and sorry if i just like completely pierced your ears um anyways <laughs> uh it's a zoo in this house but uh meg actually brought to my attention and it, there's a, a nice little image uh going around the interwebs and uh meg i'll kind of like let you dive into it but i gotta get y'all's thoughts on on uh what we think was going down. Oh uh, yeah, the dinner of the eights, as uh, Des was saying, um, it was an 88 dinner with CD, Des, Irv uh, Michael Irvin and Drew Pearson. And uh, I have always struggled with that question where people are like, if you could go to dinner with anyone dead or alive, like who would it be? Like <laughs> I've, my answer is right in front of me. Oh yeah. I wanna go to that dinner. <laughs> That's it's iconic. It's iconic that first of all, they're in one picture together, right? But then yeah. a dinner, I mean, man, I hope I hope they were eating some really good food. That's I want to know what they were talking about. I want to know what we were drinking. I want to know what we were eating. Like, I want to be a fly on that wall. I feel, I mean, like, I feel like they were like hyping CD up for the season. Like they were like, oh, hey, yeah. man, you got big shoes to fill. Like, not only from an 88 perspective, but like obviously in general with Amari leaving. And so they're trying to just kind of send him off to training camp in style. Right. And speaking of style, Kels, I'm really glad you brought that up because I was investigating this as I'm sure everybody was. When it came <laughs> out. If you zoom in, every single one of them is wearing something 88. So CD's wearing this, the biggest one, this big diamond 88. You have Drew wearing an 88, Des wearing an 88 hat, Michael's wearing an 88 shirt. I mean, they're all repping some kind of 88. So if I had to guess, maybe we're going to see some 88 merch. Maybe. Ooh. Oh, uh, I, like I, I mean, guess. I don't know what the proceeds would go to, but they're all repping something 88. And I, I love it. That just added to the picture. I'm like, just hit me where it hurts guys. That's beautiful. Well, if we're going to go down that conspiracy theory, which I'm 100% here for. Um, I just like, okay. So they're eating Chipotle, but like, I need to know what their yeah. orders are. Are we going to get an 88 bowl? Oh, like um, that could be a thing that already exists. That is um, Chipotle actually sponsors. Um, uh, he's, they sponsor CD. So there is, oh, there's a CD bowl. There's a CD bowl. And I don't know <gasps> if it's like still a thing, but I definitely saw it last year because I was targeted for it. And you guys know I'm a big sports marketing nerd. So of course yeah. I'm like the key How did I miss demographic. <gasps> I know. Uh, Love that. No. Also, I mean, I just gotta know: Are they bowl guys? Are they burrito guys? Like, I see some tacos on the table. Right, like, there's just a lot of questions I have about this, specifically Chipotle. Like, who decided that? Who said, "Hey, we're gonna sit down and eat Chipotle"? I mean, I just want to know how this got to where it was to that picture. Okay, I found what the CD lamb bowl is. Okay, what is it? It's Ooh. White rice, half chicken, half steak, extra cheese, queso blanco, and fresh tomato salsa. Oh, that sounds delicious. I might be getting Chipotle for dinner tonight. I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> I know. That made me really hungry just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. You can't go wrong with Chipotle. I mean, you really can't. It's, it's so, so good. Like, people that hate Chipotle, I just don't understand. That's real serial killer stuff. I'll be honest. He's yeah. a 10, but he hates Chipotle. Negative You're one. Yeah. <laughs> immediately no immediately no no but I, honestly though like I really do feel like I mean I actually was up at the star today 
um, for a meeting. And I, I was, I, I was kind of funny because again, uh, Jess this is a running joke on our show, but like, did like, I used to run training camp and I like to talk about that a lot. Yeah. And I was like calling people because long story short, my purse got stolen a couple weeks ago. My badge was gone. And I was like, can you please come let me in? They're like, dude, we're in California. And I was like, oh my gosh, is it already time for training camp again? Like everyone's getting either gone or getting ready to go. Yeah. And it's like kind of blowing my mind. So I really do feel like, I don't know. Like, I just think there's been so much talk about CD and like his, the, what he has to do this season, stepping up. There's been a lot of discussions around like his frame and how he's really kind of bulked up. And apparently again, we still haven't figured out how he's grown half an inch per his claim. <laughs> I need to know these things for BMI purposes. Like, holy cow. That'd be nice. Yes. Yeah. But like, I, I just feel like it's a, it was a, a lot of, Hey man, like you got this and like, kind of like passing around advice and, and just, I guess like, I got, I need to get your opinion too. Like, yeah. do you feel like CD's ready to be that number one wide receiver? Like, is this a task that he's ready to take on? I think he's ready. And I think if he's not ready, he needs to be because there's really no choice for him. I think he's been ready. Um, and to be honest, I think the biggest thing I want to look out for when pads get brought into practice and, and training camp specifically is how the dynamic of the offense is going to change without Amari, because it, it really is going to change. You're going to see more CD, uh, especially with Michael Gallup, not, uh, you know, allegedly not being ready for the start of the season, but I think CD has no choice. He has to be ready. And I think he's been capable. I think he has been more than capable to be wide receiver one and Dak's go-to. And most of the time he is, I think it's just coming down to when you see the big plays that he doesn't make, it's the silly little mistakes. It's not holding the ball correctly. It's a timing issue. So I think um, he's going to be ready. And I think if he's not, he needs to be, and he doesn't really have a choice at this point, but um, I've always, always rooted for him. I think he is going to be a new player coming of his own. Um, you know, everyone talks about how he hasn't made 88 his own yet. You know, you had the Dez era where it was throw up the X, right? And that was Dez's 88. Um, so I, I really want to see CD come to his own and, and really be part of that 88 club and make it his own, specifically kicking off this season because we need it on the offense more than ever. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, geez, I, it's kind of funny that you say like, I, I like how you phrase that, like not his own because I mean, yeah, like he obviously is awesome and like we are really pumped to have him, but right. you know, when you think 88, it's just, it's like number one wide receiver, like dynamic, like just the, the star of the show. And I think for other, you know, all, several reasons, like he hasn't had the chance to be that yet. And so- right. you know, since, hundred percent his time. Yeah. I'm really intrigued by the thought of an offense that, um, like goes as goes because I mean, we were, we were used to seeing like force feeding coop the ball and, um, you know, when you can't, you're bailing yourself out by tossing it to your tight end, but, Mm -hmm. um, having CD really step up and like having the offense revolve around him, I think is going to be I think it's going to be great. I think he's so fast and that's just like, I'm looking for that long stretch of where he has so much field in between him and Dak and like Dak just meets him. Like that's going to be so exciting. Yeah. yeah I, and think, I think, 
I, I think it for the entire offense, it's going to be a year of them remaking themselves. You know, you even have Zeke, um, who I think is just going to have an explosive season this season. So I think it's every individual on that offense going to remake the offense and really give it a, a makeover, if you will, and really come to their own. And, and I think, you know, um, Zeke specifically has some some haters to silence, uh, if you will, you know, to say and, the uh, least. Yeah. To say the very least. I think he has some <laughs> haters he needs to silence. And, and I absolutely think he will. I think overcoming, you know, last season's injury is, is going to be really good for him. But as far as the wide receiver situation, I think they have plenty of talent to ensure that Dak can really, really be uh, explosive when he's throwing the ball, but also he can be mobile again because I almost feel like last season he was kind of in his little box given the injury. You know, we all we all kind of had those uh, awful flashbacks and and everything last season. So I think he was a little more playing a little bit more protective than he normally would. But yeah, I think CD is going to be great. I think he's going to you're going to see a new version of him this season. And I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. Yeah, I think one of the things with CD is that coming out of college, you always heard them talk about yak with him, right? Like yards after catch. And, yep. and that was one of the big things that he brought to the table. And I feel like, you know, a lot of these guys that wear 88, you look at them because they are just doing these really dynamic things. And maybe one of the, you know, and granted, yes, of course, they can do like the yards after catch that they're capable of that as well, especially when they're in their prime. But maybe this is one of the things that, you know, maybe he's more of a value player versus like truly crazy flashy. You know what I'm saying? Where he just brings a dynamic to this offense, to the table where he's going to get you your money's worth versus just being the guy who's doing all the crazy one-handed flashy things. Like maybe that is what he brings to the table in terms of delivering against 88. I would love that either way, whether he wants to be flashy or not, I think he, he can be more than capable of being wide receiver one this coming season. So I, uh, you know, in terms of reminiscing, I feel like what's really important that we discuss the most important news of the week, <laughs> which I am personally again, oh gosh, am I just like that Meg? Am I like that, like one dimensional where I just have like three storylines that I just kind of repeat over and over again? I might be. It's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> never, well, never change. Guys, in t- on, on top of me running training camp, I also used to date an equipment manager. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> wow. I am lame. I need to be. You're cool. not lame. Um, no, anyways, no. <laughs> I, uh, it was, you know, we saw how you could actually have another helmet. Um, this is the first season that teams are actually actually able to wear an alternate helmet. So, you know, everyone was super pumped when you had the color rush and like the throwbacks and everyone, you know, diehard Cowboys fans were just so in love with the throwback uniforms. And cause let's face it, like we've had, we have some really good ones. Yeah, and, yeah. but at the same time, like it couldn't be the full throwback uniform because the helmet couldn't be, you know, the exact same up until 2012, you could have a different helmets, but then 2012 on. Um, so for the past decade, you've had to only have one helmet. And a lot of that's going to be around like safety reasons, you know, concussion protocols. There's been a lot more research in terms of, Hey, here's the standard for helmets. Like you actually have to qualify at a minimum level of what kind of helmet you use. 
And, you know, just switching that out with multiple helmets all, all the time. And then, you know, especially having like super original throwbacks, obviously they did not fit the bill. So needless to say, um, it's pretty exciting. I think for a lot of people to be able to see them come with this, you know, new uniform that's going to be worn on Thanksgiving. It's going to be a, a nod to the classic 1960s uniform and it's not going to be our color rush. It's going to actually be like a uniform that kind of tries to mimic what the uniform looked like in the sixties, which is like really, really cool. I would have paid a, a large amount of money to have seen RJ's face when he got the notification. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he's been talking about this forever and like speculating on like what it was going to look like. And I would just like, feel like he would have been like a giddy little schoolgirl finding out about the, uh, the new helmets, but yeah, I'm excited. They look freaking drippy as hell. I'm so excited. And you know what I love even more is the giants just announced, you know, Oh, we're, we're doing our throwback uniforms. And then the Cowboys came and said, "Mm, okay. Yeah. Lame. We don't care. Guess what we're going to do better. And they did. They look so good. Those helmets. Oh my goodness. Cowboys just find a way to make everything so much better. So much better. Um, I, I think the Cowboys uniforms in general just always look very clean and very put together. There's never, you know, a time that I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know, there's some other teams, especially when it comes to like the Steelers. I look at their stuff and I'm like, uh, I don't like that. That's not visually appealing to me. The Cowboys, I've never had the bumblebees. That. You don't like the bumblebee uniforms? I'm, I, I'm gonna say I'm not a fan. Oh, <laughs> I am. I will have. I. I don't. I'm like the one person that likes them. I don't know why. No, I no, no. But you know what? The Cowboys, they're gonna look great. They're gonna look great, and we're gonna redeem ourselves from uh, last year's Thanksgiving game. And all is going to be well in the Cowboys universe. I love that. Well, just so you guys know, um, the Cowboys throwback helmet. Uh, according to DallasCowboys.com and quote all the sources, <laughs> it's going to be paired with Navy jerseys, everyone, and with white Fresh. shoulders and white that. numbers on the chest, along with white pants. So okay. no seafoam pants and Navy socks with white stripes. So um, the helmet's also going to have a gray face mask with two Navy stripes down the middle of the helmet. I mean, it's going to be, like you said, Meg, it's going to be awesome. And you can actually buy them uh, if you're interested in buying one of those helmets, you can buy them the Cowboys Pro Shop beginning July 25th. So take it uh, to training camp, get it signed. I'm just yeah. saying, get your hands on that because I feel like that's going to be sold out pretty quickly. Is any oh, okay? Yeah. I need to know, Jess. Are you superstitious? I am. I am. So how do you feel about the navy jerseys? Oh. <sighs> Yeah, I'm not crazy about it, but you know what? If any year is the year to break the superstition slash curse that I feel like those jerseys have, this would be it. This would be a great year to do that. Um, I feel like even the throwback jerseys, I, I'm not a fan of any color rush jerseys. I'm also not a fan of, I, I just oh. feel like there's a little bit of a curse there. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I have a vendetta with these things. I really do. But you you really are a true Cowboys fan. You're jaded as hell. <laughs> I am so jaded and I can't <laughs> help it. Um, no, I I love the Navy jerseys, right? Especially being a fan when you go to a game and you're wearing the same color of jersey. And let's admit it. Uh, nobody wants to wear a white jersey to the game because you're constantly afraid to get it dirty. I like when I'm sitting there matching in my Navy jersey with Dak Prescott and his Navy jersey. Something about it just feels like I can send him the good vibes and he's going to he's going to get it from the field. Right. Um, <laughs> but no, I I'm going to try to be optimistic and say 
the curse will be broken from the Navy jerseys. Well, good because I have a curse that surrounds me in Thanksgiving games. And I'm, uh, I was just talking to my dad today and he was like, Oh yeah, we got our spot for that game. And I was like, mm-hmm. the na- the uh, superstitious people will be not too pleased about this one. <laughs> oh no. I guess I forgot that. Um, no, but you're not the curse Meg. We decided this because on Thanksgiving, maybe. Yeah. I've been to plenty of wins in person, but, um, but on Thanksgiving, I went to, I went to Buffalo, uh, and then what was it? Raiders last year. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going this year. So sorry guys. Well, if you're the curse for Thanksgiving, so my last year was my first Thanksgiving game. Um, and I was working with one of the radio stations. So I was in the press box still technically there, but, um, yeah. I, I feel like you're the curse. So am I. And that makes me feel know. better. Yeah. We're going to break all curses. This is the season to do it. We need to break all of the curses. I and- needed that positive energy. I, Just, I literally, I bought, um, I bought Sage last year because <laughs> he did. I wore my Navy Dak Prescott Jersey. We see the game it. where he, um, got injured. Oh, and oh. so I had, so the next year I had to sage it to get all the bad yep. demons out of it. Well, and we didn't just buy like any sage. Like she went straight up and went, I went to the like, witch store. The actual well, witch take store. It. Yeah. Good. Don't take the chances. No, I feel yeah. that anytime Tony got hurt. Uh, yeah. Those jerseys were never worn by me, by my mom, <laughs> by my dad. We didn't touch those jerseys again and they're still hanging in the closet and I don't look at them. Um, so I feel that. Yeah, no, I definitely. Yeah. Well, that. you can come to the witch store with me and we'll get you some sage so you can I wear those jerseys again. That. I would love that. I, I I'm going to exercise good, the demons. I love a good witch store that will uh, get the demons out of my Tony Romo jerseys that just. Yeah, like you got to break that puppy out again. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Yes. But yeah. yeah, no, I'm excited to see um, how it all comes together. It sounds amazing. It sounds like they're going to look like the best dressed team on Thanksgiving Day, um, uh, which they always are. I mean, hey, as a Cowboys fan, I'm a little biased to say we have the best, best color scheme, the best uniforms. It's just they always look so clean. Uh, but I think they're going to look really good, really snazzy this Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think iconic is like the best way of putting it. And I think a lot of people, they, I feel like I am just fans of teams that do that. Like I'm a fan of the Longhorns. They're kind of like that too. KU is like that as well, where it's very much like they, they have, they honor their traditions, but they keep it like pretty basic otherwise, which um, I actually am okay with because then my little nerdy vintage heart freaks out and loves it when they do these cool, like throwbacks. It makes it, it makes it more special, if you will. How's that? I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My child is literally, I have a cat on my lap, you guys. And then I have my puppy. I, I, I with trying to chew my new boots. Like what are we doing here? Like on not, my, not the Luke Casey's, um, the new no. they're the new, yep. You can hear him. He's mad. I just told him not. They're my new Cayman Luke Casey's. And I'm like, these are the nicest shoes I own. Please do not bite. Them. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, you cannot do that. It's almost criminal. It's your pup is just excited in jail. about the, the new helmets. He's he just honestly, so he can't contain it. It's so true. It's hundred percent true. Oh, he just ran away with my phone. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You guys like I live my, I live in a zoo. It's unbelievable. Um, it anyway, it's, it is very fun. Come over to my house sometime. It's a blast. Jess, you will have to do that. It's um, it is interesting to say the least, but I'm so Hope you like cats. Yes, yeah, Seriously. 
I love all animals. I'm good with any animal and anyone who does not like animals. Just red flag, red flag in general. 100% big red flag. I agree. Well, um, (laughs) Jess, I'm so glad we got to have you on. And I'm just so pumped to have you a part of the BTB family. You guys need to make sure you give her a follow. It's this is, I mean, you've already been so insightful and you haven't even started yet. When does the new podcast air? Like, tell us all those things. Yeah. So thank you so much. First of all, that means so so much. Thank you. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys daily will be Monday through Friday, and it's going to be a very short form podcast. So the idea of it is we all are super busy during the work week, right? Whether we're actually at work or we're working from home or we're going to the gym or we're commuting, whatever the case is, the point of this is so that way you can get all of the headlines for the day as a Cowboys fan that you need to know going forward uh, for the rest of your day. And you don't have to sit there scrolling through Twitter. I mean, you can if you want to still, but uh, the point is I do all that work for you. I gather it up together in a very short five to seven minute podcast episode that you can listen to while you're making your coffee, while you're putting your makeup on, while you're getting ready, uh, you know, while you're driving to work, whatever the case is. So that way you can be ready, you can be informed. And especially when the season rolls around, you know, we'll have the injury updates for you first thing in the morning. We'll have all of the information you want to know. We'll hear, you know, clips from press conferences, this and that. So I'm going to do my very best to keep you all updated at all times. And I'm so so freaking excited about it. I can't even tell you. We are too. I'm so pumped for you. Well, congratulations. Ooh, Welcome to the you. family. Um, <laughs> remind everyone where they can follow you again so they can make sure and hit that follow button if they haven't done so already. Smash it. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Hit it very hard. So you're going to find me on Twitter. It's my first and last name, Jess Navarez, N-E-V-A-R-E-Z underscore. Uh, and then if you want to find me on Instagram, it is Jessica Navarez TV. Um, other than that, yeah, I'll probably more be more active on Twitter. As you can, as you can hear, I am a Twitter obsessed person. You can't get me off of Twitter. Um, I will also be uh, helping RJ with a lot of the TikTok stuff. So that is going to be fun. And I love pestering Eagles fans on TikTok. I love nothing more uh, than doing that. So don't you worry. I have you all covered there as well. Uh, it's going to be a really good season, really good year. Well, um, you'll love our sign off then, but I'll save it here for a minute. But uh, <laughs> thank you, Jess, for joining us. We do appreciate it. Guys, make sure you're subscribed to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can follow us too. Like we said, give Jess a follow, please. Uh, also, come hang out with Megan and I on social media. I am on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles, and Megan is. At Meg Murray with four R's on Twitter and Instagram. And Jess, just in light of your recent commentary about uh, you love nothing more about making Eagles fans just be a little bit more miserable than they already are. Uh, we're going to leave you guys with a really important sign off. And that is Megan. Dallas forever. Philly for never. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.